Hey there, this is Tim Moss from Artists Exposed with Tim Moss, and you are listening to Gay News America. Enjoy. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Artists Exposed with me, Tim Moss. This week, I sat down with some of the cast and the writer-director of the show, Sergeant Stubby. But first, I'm going to play one of my new singles, which is called Get Your Girl On. Enjoy. I ask my dear friends, what do I need to do to get a good man? And this is what they told me. If you want a man to marry you one day, just pay close attention to all I have to say. You need to change things. For example, how you dress. Are you a man? Are you a woman? It's anyone's guess. You've got to get your girl on. Let your lady loose. Show all the boys your sexy caboose. Loosen up your wall. Play a little shy. Catch all the eyes of the boys passing by. Show a little leg, a little cleavage too. Let out the sexy hidden woman in you. Those pants are not flattering. You need a short skirt. You need a nice top, not a big man's shirt. Let's lose those glasses. Let your eyes shine through. Let your hair hang down. Now that's the real you. You've got to get your girl on, let your lady loose. Show all the boys your sexy caboose. Loosen up your wall, play a little shy. Catch all the eyes of the boys passing by. Show a little leg, a little cleavage too. Let out the sexy hidden woman in you. I'm feeling good, like I'm ready to go Out into the world and put on a show You've got to get your girl on, let your lady loose Show all the boys your sexy caboose Loosen up your wall, play a little shy Catch all the eyes of the boys passing by Show a little leg, a little cleavage too Let out the sexy hidden woman in you Show a little leg, a little cleavage too Let out the sexy hidden woman in Get your girl on. Hey there. This is Tim Moss from Artists Exposed with Tim Moss, and you're listening to Gay News America. Oh, I am so excited. Oh, I think I just wet myself. Hmm. Hello, hello, hello there. Welcome to another episode of Artists Exposed with me, Tim Moss. Yay. This week, I sat down with some of the cast and the writer-director of the show, Sergeant Stubby. Yes, I talked to the writer-director, Jack Dyville, 
about uh, Sergeant Stubby, which is going to be playing at the St. Luke's Theater on West 46th Street. It runs every Saturday and Sunday, Saturday at 8, Sunday at 2 p.m. So please be sure to get out to see it. So in addition to speaking with Jack Dyville, I also talked to the stars, uh, Matt Weinstein, Brian Menjavar, Megan Miller, and Patrick Stephen Bovo. So let's get to it. Please enjoy my interview with Sergeant Stubby. Welcome back to Artists Exposed with Tim Moss. I love what I do so damn much, I swear to God. Um, and we are covering a new off-Broadway show that is about to open. It's called Sergeant Stubby. Yay! Give me a clap. <laughs> and this was this was um, written, and it's being directed by my good buddy, Jack Dyville. How are you doing? I am doing great, and thank Yay. you for... Featuring us. Oh, of course, of course. I, For one thing, I love your writing. I've actually been in a few yes, of you your have. productions. You have. Uh-huh. And you're always just so clever and so witty. I, that's what I love. I just and, and original. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, this time I've delved into history. Yes, I history, see that. History, yes. I see that. So, so Sergeant Stubby was an actual... He was America's character. first war dog in 1917. He was smuggled to uh, France, and he fought battles. You know, Snoopy, a big Broadway and off-Broadway yeah, star, right. only dreamed of fighting the Red Baron. Yes, right. Sergeant Stuffy <laughs> fought 17 battles and even got the, he got the Purple Heart. Oh, my God. Yeah. I had no idea. See, that's what I love I about this. Me either until I started writing. Yeah. <laughs> I was commissioned to write this show, that's and nice. I didn't know what I was going to write about. I had to do something about the First World War. So I, I started Googling, and, uh-huh. I, and Sergeant Stubby popped up everywhere. Oh, my I went, goodness. That's what I'm writing about. Uh-huh. Well, what a fascinating uh, subject. It's been three years of great fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. And now these wonderful people have brought it to life. Absolutely. Oh, that's so exciting. Well, let's meet the cast of Sergeant Stubby. Actually playing Sergeant Stubby is Matt Weinstein. How are you? I'm great. Hi, everybody. Yay! <laughs> Yay, Stubby. <laughs> and that was Megan Miller, who's playing Penelope. Hey, hey everybody. <laughs> And we've got Patrick Stephen Bovo playing Ralphie. Hi, how are you? Good, good. And somebody that I have performed with in a Jack Dyville production is Brian Menjavar. How are you? Good, Tim. How are you? Good. Oh, this is so fun. Um, okay, so let's start with um, Matt. Sure. Have you ever played a dog before? I actually, uh, last year I was um, Max on the national tour of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Stop it. No, I'm so How serious. Uh, so you've got experience so at canine. Stepping into the dog shoes was was uh, pretty pretty easy for me. I, I guess I sort of found my type. Yes, right. <laughs> Which I'm grateful for, I guess. Oh, well, I hope you don't get typecast, you know, in the future. It's happening now, so yeah. hopefully I'll grow out of this phase. <laughs> I keep writing dog shows. Big yeah. business. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're going to stay in business. That's great. Better than playing 12-year-old boys. That's my other type. <laughs> yeah, right. Because you do have a very young look. Oh, thank you. So um, we'll get into into uh, more specifics of the show in just a minute. Sure. But um, So, Megan, tell us, how is it playing Penelope, being the only... Can I say it? <laughs> <laughs> Playing the only bitch in the show. <laughs> no, no, no. 
Penelope is not a bitch. She's very lovely. She does have her moments, though, because, you know, they're like a family, and all families, you know, they get along most of the time. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's it's been a blast. Everybody has been so wonderful in the cast. It's been a lot of fun. Uh-huh. On our very first day together, we did our promo photo shoot, and the four of us all just kind of gelled as a family. Right. Uh-huh. And I it's really that. only gotten stronger from there, and I think it makes our work and our interactions so much stronger on stage. Uh-huh. Absolutely, absolutely. And it shows. I mean, the audience can feel that, can feel the closeness. Okay, so, um, Patrick, yeah. Patrick, Patrick Stephen Bovo, yeah. playing Ralphie. <laughs> so, is this your first time playing a dog? It is. I have played a hedgehog before. Okay. In college. Um, uh-huh. But yes, this is my first time as a dog. I have two dogs of my own, uh-huh. and um, so this makes me miss them a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you you um, kind of take on the characteristics of them. Is that Did you kind of draw? Um, Ralphie's a little bit different than they oh, okay. are. But His manner. Yeah, Ralphie's kind of like the baby of the group of the dogs. So uh-huh. he, um, he finds his confidence through Stubby and kind of through (laughs) Brian's character, Marvin, Uh um, though I don't think he would ever want to admit it. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Brian, tell us, uh, uh, with Marvin, have you ever played a dog before or a canine or a feline or any, any other species? I've actually played a cat twice, once in a show that I choreographed and once in a show that I was on a ship. Um, but no, never a dog, and I love dogs. Okay. I do. I have a dog, so I always <laughs> yeah. wanted to play a dog, so thank you, Jack, for making another show where there's a dog. <laughs> I had him in mind for this role since it's the pink pump fit. Oh, okay. I have to say that to the public, but I didn't know if the boy could sing or dance uh-huh. until the auditions. Okay. And boy. He's a crazy dancer. You should see his solo dance. It's so good. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. So good. (laughs) Well, so um, tell us a little, I'm going to go around and ask, now Sergeant Stubby is the only factual, or it's based on a factual um, character that there, or that uh, uh, that there actually was a dog, and that's World War One. World right? War One, which is the Great War, right. and they all were from uh, New Haven, Connecticut. Oh, okay. And then uh, Corporal Conroy uh, is a real person, uh-huh. and we have him in the show also. He's the one that basically took care of Stubby uh-huh. and helped train him. Now, I, without giving too much away, but mm-hmm. did did the the actual account of Sergeant Stubby? Did he? How did he end up? They shipped him out, or is that something you want to uh, say for the plot? Uh, um, I mean, it happens like fifteen minutes into the show. It's yeah. not like, you know, they, they smuggled him on, oh, on board. Sweet. They smuggled oh, him cool. on board in a duffel bag. Wow, okay. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> How that's done on stage is just a mystery. <laughs> So um, we make the same things theater work. Yes, yes. But no, these three characters. I I had to, as a playwright, start thinking. Wait a second. How am I going to tell this story so it's interesting? Right, right. So I, Corporal Conroy and the other Doughboys of of New Haven went off to war. They left family members behind. Right, right. Well, I had to imagine that they left people behind, but they're all strays. He uh, Stubby is a stray. Okay. So. I created his three best friends, and I think I really have. I love that. I love that. They keep up with Stubby. When he's in France, they keep up. She, Penelope, somehow 
makes a paper boy read her the news of Stubby every day. Uh-huh. And Stubby was making first uh, front page news. So in fact, incredible. everything in the show is true. Uh-huh. And much of it is taken from newspaper reports. Wow, that's so yeah. incredible. I see I love that. I love the 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 factual account that because I was not aware of this at all and I don't think a lot of the public is. Were you, you guys weren't, were you? No, yeah. I, no, I didn't know. No idea. Yeah. I feel like I had a history lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I still. Well, that's it very is. cool. It, yeah. And that's what we're trying to do is, we're not trying to be like Hamilton whatsoever. <laughs> right. But because we don't have any rap. We are. Just down the street. Come visit. That's yeah. true. That's They're true. Sold They're sold out, yeah, and we exactly. may have tickets available. So, but anyway, yeah. we are presenting history in a fun, exciting way. Absolutely. It's history, harmonies, humor. And heart. Uh huh. I love that. I love that. Now it's uh, Sergeant Stubby is playing at the St. Luke's Theater, which is 308 West 46th Street between 8th and 9th Avenues. It's an off-Broadway show written and directed by my friend Jack Dyville. Um, now, as of right now, it's in preview, so it'll be Saturday at eight and Sunday at two of this of this week. So I think, yeah, uh, your listeners be November nineteenth uh, and twentieth, and then again. Uh, 26th and 27th, and then the official opening is December 3rd. Oh, that's so exciting. And for this week only, for this weekend only, we still have rush tickets at $19.16 because it salutes the 100th birthday of Stubby. He's also 100 years oh, old. Wow. And in 1917 okay. is the 100th anniversary of us joining, of, of U.S. joining uh-huh. the First World War. And then in 1918 is the signing 100 years of the Armistice. Wow. Excellent. Okay. Well, let's do... Um, um, Let's go around to each one of you and tell me a little bit about your character. Um, so let's start with Matt Weinstein, who plays Sergeant Stubby. Tell us a little bit about about Sergeant Stubby and what goes through your mind and how he's developed. And sure. So uh, playing Stubby is really interesting because um, Stubby interacts with all of the men in the army, but also interacts with all of the dogs. So as an actor, it's a uh-huh. bit of a, a, oh, that's an interesting thing to like try to communicate with both sets of characters when uh-huh. some understand and some don't. So that's something. Um, but Stubby is really brave. Um, Stubby is fearless. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, what other dog would choose, would want to go and serve on the front lines, and Stubby uh-huh. was the first one to just sort of pres- uh, to go and do it and, um, and be fearless in it and leave his life behind. Uh-huh. And um, he's really an incredible dog. It, the, his story is... Is really uh, is really quite something. But I'm sure he probably made friends with oh, the, the, all of the soldiers. J. Robert Conroy, who was his owner, he they were inseparable, truly inseparable, mm-hmm. um, from the research that I did. And even after the war, um, Stubby went to uh, to Washington D.C. with Conroy when he went to um, G.W. to get his law degrees. And uh-huh. Stubby was in vaudeville, so Stubby had this whole other life after the war wow. with um, uh-huh. with Corporal Conroy. Um, which I think is totally, totally fascinating. And, and he's been served in the Smithsonian. My goodness. Yes. That sucked so. me. That <laughs> <laughs> sucked my stocking. <laughs> well, yes, um, you're being stuffed. That's another show. But <laughs> another show. That's the midnight show. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, Patrick, Patrick, you yeah. play Ralphie. Tell us a little bit about Ralphie. Ralphie, like I said earlier, is like the younger, youngest version of the dogs, uh-huh. um, or member of the dog straight clan, I should say. Uh-huh. Um, he definitely looks up to Stubby and is worried about Stubby going to the war. Mm-hmm. Um, he also has a little bit of a stutter. 
Um, (laughs) So he's he's a little nervous sometimes, um, but he he's he's just like that little that little like ball of energy that's ready to go in any second. Right. uh That's how I like to think of it. I love it. I love it. So he's kind of the heart. Yeah. And the worrier. Yes, I would say I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. He's always Uh asking questions. (laughs) So Megan Miller, tell us about Penelope. Well, Penelope is, I feel she's a very deep character, and everybody laughed at me on the first day of rehearsal when Jack asked, you know, tell me about your character. And there's a line where I talk about, you know, I don't, I can't read, but I was trained on newspaper. So I feel like, (laughs) I feel like Penelope used to have a home, and she used to have a family, and then something happened, and now she's joined this pack of of hounds, Uh and um, (laughs) Stubby really became her, like, mentor and kind of took her into the group. Uh Uh-huh. and she ends up falling for him because he's so brave and she worries about him every day that he's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and Patrick really is very, very much like the little brother. And I pick <laughs> on him sometimes, but it's all out of love. And Puppy love. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Marvin. Marvin's kind of the sarcastic guy that puts up this, this really tough front. But I think it's because he's actually like, like quietly like wants to be stubby and like wants to be the best person in the room um and it's been kind of fun figuring out my character's relationship with everybody because it changes throughout the show Mm -hmm. so at the beginning you know i try and be tough and then as you kind of as the show goes on she softens and she kind of shows the boys her emotion Uh and she really yeah, yeah and she really feels that kind of love and that longing for her man who's all the way across the world and right. she has no way of keeping up with him aside from seeing him in the newspaper oh, every goodness. day which which also kind of plays on the role of uh, like wives and family members that were here while they're there's the soldiers were overseas that's wonderful yeah, exactly and i i really wanted to pay homage to those people yeah and those families great. who are left here um while their loved ones are away and that's uh-huh. why we're we're working on that to make that part of the show really important because i think that's a part of the show that a lot of people can relate to. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love these. Okay, so Brian, Brian Menjavar playing Marvin. Tell us about Tuffy Little Marvin. I actually want to go back to a comment you made earlier. Megan isn't really the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin is. <laughs> Marvin's the bitch. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, when I first read the role in Marvin, I was just like, okay. If I'm going to go somewhere, I'm going to go Jafar meets Scar with sarcastic up the wazoo. Like that feminine, very like... And remember, I've had him in mind for three years. (laughs) (laughs) When I played straight. (laughs) But uh, no, I mean, like, like she was saying, yeah, I do have this thing. But it's like everybody has that one friend who's just so kind of like the mean one of everything but you know deep down they only do it because they Uh A being truthful or B they're just looking out for you and I kind of feel like even though my character is kind of like mean half the time well all the time you Uh know (laughs) Um, I do it from a place of love because I do see this as my family and no matter what like Uh even in the whole time Stubby's away I try and make that character be longing but not too longing yeah right right you can't show that you know you're you're missing him or anything. You're yeah. stubby. Oh. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so, uh, what was the what what was the process like of of learning your characters? And was was it kind of easy with his with Jack's writing to just kind of grab your your character and go with it? It was a lot of playing. Yeah. At least, yeah. at least oh, for, for and me, and a lot of interaction just between yeah. us. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's kind. I really think the characters. Are kind of similar to our actual personalities. Yeah, yeah. I, agree. I, I think we're, agree. we're still in the middle. We're still in the middle of playing because we're in previews Good, and right. things are changing, yeah. so we're right. still settling. But I, I honestly, I did. We saw over a hundred people, wow. and, I, and I these people just stood out for me from the very first audition because uh-huh. I saw each one of you in these characters. I really did. Right, and and so. again, you're the one that created the characters, so yeah. you kind of knew what you were yeah. looking for. So, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I said, Jack, I said, you just tell me when to pull back yeah. because I wanted to try uh-huh. as much as I could with physicality, with voice, Fun. with everything. Uh-huh. And he reeled me in a little bit, but yeah. the rest exactly. of What? what? You uh, did. <laughs> well, the name of the show is Sergeant Stubby. It's at the St. Luke's Theater uh, at 308 West 46th Street between 8th and 9th Avenue. It was written and directed by my buddy Jack Dyville here. Yay! Yay. <laughs> And um, Matt Weinstein plays Sergeant Stubby, Brian Menjavar plays Marvin, Megan Miller is Penelope, and Patrick Stephen Bovo is Ralphie. So um, why don't we just go around real quick and just mention real quick what being in this show means to you. How about that? Do you want to start? Well, I've been writing for 25, 30 years. I was a dancer and singer before that time, and I've, I've done things in New York, and I've done off-Broadway and Broadway and national right. tours. This is my very first off-Broadway show as a yeah. playwright. Wow, congratulations. I am so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, that, that's got to, I mean, just Well, these the kids cried and... when they saw the playbill, and so did I. I would, too. I would, too. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Patrick. Um, so, I've been out of school for about a year and a half now, and this is my first thing that I've landed in New York City. Oh, how exciting. It's really cool. Where did you go to school? Um, Point Park University in Pittsburgh, okay. Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. Um, so, it's been really cool to create this, like, new, like, little family. Right. Um, we right. have, like, a group text message that we text each other uh-huh. on. Like, I honestly, I honestly, st- somebody just texted me right now from the group text <laughs> message, so um, that's where we are. Um, <laughs> no, we've, we've just clicked so well uh-huh. and so quickly and dogs and soldiers alike like it's been it's been such a rewarding experience uh-huh. in that manner itself uh-huh. so that's what I like excellent <laughs> Matt Weinstein um, so uh, first of all I'm really grateful just to be a dog again uh, yeah. playing Max was, was a dream so I was really happy to, to land another dog world but it has been about a year since my last job so I'm uh-huh. super grateful as an actor for, for that Absolutely. opportunity but also the joy of creating and creating an escape for right. people, and uh, you know, we just had the election last week, so so America is a little a little scary. But you know, we have this amazing opportunity to provide this escape for ninety minutes Absolutely. to come to a time where patriotism was real and America yes, was exactly, exactly very needed right now. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That's what I have to say. I love it, <laughs> Megan Miller. What does being in Sergeant Stubby in an off-Broadway show in New York City mean to you? Um, Well, being one of the only people who doesn't have a musical theater degree, I am blessed to be here. Um, Uh And it's an incredible opportunity. And Jack mentioned earlier, when we got our playbills and we held them in our hands. Oh, my goodness. That would be overwhelming. It's literally been a dream of mine since I was four years old to see my name and my picture in that playbill. And for me, that was one of those life-altering moments where 
it doesn't matter what happens. I've lived here for two years, and I'm blessed that this is my third show that I've had in New York in uh-huh. those two years. Um, and I'm so grateful for Jack for believing in me to, to bring this role to life. Uh-huh. Um, but really, to be in such a historic off-Broadway house and mm-hmm. to really see these dreams coming to fruition, right. it's one of those magical parts of life that I wasn't really sure I would ever achieve. Mm-hmm. And I know now, like, hard work truly does pay off and not everybody's journey is the same right and that to me is really important because i have a very different journey than a lot of people right and it it takes hard work and dedication and i think that's shown in every single person in our cast Mm -hmm. excellent excellent brian menjavar talk to (laughs) (laughs) um honestly it just it means the world to me, to tell you mm-hmm. the truth, because it's just one of those things where you can always come back home, in a sense. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of us, well, I know you and I, we've kind of taken a break where, like, we all have had our own path, like you said, and, you know, I've been out of school for at least 10 years now. Mm-hmm. I've not sung for a while. I've only mm-hmm. danced. I thought I was just going to stay with dancing. And just to be able to say that, hey, I'm in a playbill now, you know, it's yeah. never too late. Uh-huh. Never give up. Keep auditioning, even if it's to play a cockroach. Yep, absolutely. In a street corner <laughs> of a new burlesque show, uh, yeah. Hello Dolly. Do it. Do it. Exactly. Just get out of auditioning. Don't give up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, again, this show is called Sergeant Stubby, the Great American War Dog Musical. And it's playing at the St. Luke's Theater at 308 West 46th Street. And Jack Dival, if you can just give us the dates again. It's Saturdays at 8, eight and, and Sundays. Sundays at 2, and we are on an open run. Okay. Open-ended run. And uh, it uh, opens actually on December Saturday, December 3rd. 3rd at 8 p.m. Okay. Well, again, congratulations to everybody, to Jack Dyville, to Matt Weinstein, to Brian Menjavar, Megan Miller, Patrick Stephen Bovo, and the entire cast. Congratulations, and have a wonderful time. And everybody come out and see Sergeant Stubby. Uh-huh. Yay! My thanks to Jack Dyville, Matt Weinstein, Brian Menjavar, Megan Miller, and Patrick Stephen Bovo of the show Sergeant Stubby. I appreciate your taking the time and sitting down and let me invade your rehearsal so that you could uh, sit down and chat with me for a few minutes. Congratulations, and I wish you all continued success on this wonderful, wonderful show that's at the St. Luke's Theater here in Manhattan. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Artists Exposed with me, Tim Moss. This week, just be sure to tell the people in your life that you truly love, that you do love them. Give them a hug. Give them a kiss. Because when you send out pure love in this world, it just makes it a much, much better place to live. So until next week, this is Tim Moss from Artists Exposed with Tim Moss. Right here on RainbowRadio.fm. Saying have a wonderful, wonderful week. Now, I'm just going to take the rest of the hour out with some music from some friends of mine, and we're going to begin with a couple more of my singles right here on Gay News America. Uh, The new music video is on YouTube, so be sure to check that out and like it, if only if you like it, of course. But anyway, I love you all very much, and we will talk next week. Bye. There's nothing to see here. Just keep moving along. It's business as usual. 
don't pay attention to this song. Pay attention. We're told how to think and what we should do. Behave yourselves. Big Brother's watching you. The base of our decisions are in money and greed. We want our neighbor's things. Envy is deceit. We work our whole lives at jobs that make us old. For a party, a cake, and a watch made of gold. We work hard to buy things, pushing onward we try. Our health in decline, and life passed us by. We're told material things will fill that hole. That's deep down inside to the depths of our soul. Buy and obey. It's the only way. Don't do what you want. Just do what we say. That's how things are. And how they'll stay. Don't question things. Just buy and The media loves to keep us in a state of constant fear with sensational horror stories throughout the entire year. What'll kill us today? Al-Qaeda or ISIS? Some storm, the flu, or some other crisis? Art no longer has talent. It's gimmick and flash. Music, film, theater, and television's just trash. We celebrate the mundane. We no longer feel. I hunger for death, for art that is real. Law enforcement asks the public to do their work. Find this guy in the video. In your home, he may lurk. Feeding the mob mentality and fueling the fury. Turning the average Joe into judge and jury. Buy and obey, it's the only way, don't do what you want, just do what we say, that's how things are, how they'll stay, don't question things, just buy and obey. We're being overrun by all the same stores. There's no more difference between our shores. Buy this, wear that. Drive this so you're cool. Say this, look like that. Believe this or you're a fool. Hipsters spend so much money to try to look poor. But attire does not mean you really know the score. Everyone wants a group where they feel they fit in. A tribe so familiar that they believe they're akin. Pharmaceuticals and drug companies own those on the hill. Hoping the public won't notice. Here, take another pill. They need you sick. They don't want a cure. Because their profit margin, they need to ensure. Buy and obey. It's the only way. Don't do what you want. Just do what we say. That's how things are. And how they'll stay. Don't.
So please, be sure to keep casting your vote for your favorite reality show and not the president of our nation. Nation, nation, nation. It's no longer of the people, by and for the people. It's now of, by, and for the corporation. Corporation. But we can change things if we really try. And it begins with us, you and I. Look deep inside for the truth you seek. No more believing the lies that we are weak. Deep within us all is our joyful treasure. We are each so powerful beyond measure. A shift in your thinking changes your actions and behavior. And with some time and hard work, you become your own savior. So don't buy and obey. Do it your own way. Do what you want, not what they say. We have the power to create a new day. So question things. Don't buy and obey.
This is Mikey Wax, and you are listening to Artist Exposed with Tim Moss. When the road is long, when you're feeling low, with every breath, don't forget how far you've come. When it's late at night, when you're all alone, I'll lift you up, I could be your helium. Your life, said your life will never be the same. Hey there, champion, bet you're gonna win this fight. And I'm here for you through good and bad, I'm right by your side. Sometimes you can lose it all overnight, but everything's gonna be alright. When the road is long, when you're feeling low, with every breath, don't forget how far you've come. But it's late at night, when you're all alone. Your helium Your helium I could be your helium Won't you free your mind, free your mind like a parachute Yeah, I know it's hard, I know it's hard when you face the truth Hey, that friend of mine, you say it feels like you're out of time But I promise you, I promise you we'll make it out alive Sometimes you can lose it all overnight But everything's gonna be alright When the road is long, when you're feeling low With every breath, don't forget how far you've come When it's late at night, when you're all alone I'll lift you up, I could be your helium Darkest before the dawn Just like a bass Needs a drum I'll lift you up I could be your helium Awesome. We're listening to Artists Exposed with Tim Moss. Oh, well, your smug runs through your smile as you're eating up your life. It's been a long time come, a long time going when, when you see it through these eyes. And you think I didn't know.
Well, it's a lesson that we learn from the spinning of the earth. It comes back around to take you down, yeah. Karma gets its turn. And I don't mean to digress, but there's one thing I'll confess. See, I love, I love watching you fall. So cool or hard and bad To think you'll grow up like the rest It's been a long time coming, long time going Now you finally made your bed and you're listening to Artists Exposed with Tim Moss.
Hi, this is Levi Christ, and you are listening to Artist Exposed with Tim Moss.
Hey, this is Sir Ari Gold, and you're listening to Artists Exposed with my friend Tim Moss. Calling you out to the inside, giving you something to feel alive. This is the real life, and here we go. Oh, 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 oh. Putting it all on the fast track, shouting it out like a maniac. It's gonna go up before we know. Oh, oh, oh. We're when we hit the ground, and this is how it's going down. We're gonna pump that beat back up to life. We're gonna blow this disco to the sky. Push it to tail and take it to 11. Over the edge, under the lights, turn out the night. Turn out the night. Pulling you in from the outside. Born with a fire that never dies. This is the time to ignite the show. Oh, oh, oh. We're running when we hit the ground. And this is how it's all going down. We're gonna pump that beat back up tonight. We're gonna blow this disco to the sky. Push it to tail and take it to a letter bow. Over the edge, under the light. We're gonna pump that beat back up tonight. We're gonna blow this disco to the sky. Play it again and chase the beast of heaven. Over the edge, under the light. Turn out the night. Out, 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 out. We stand up proud, 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 proud. We live out loud, 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 loud. Turn out the night. We're gonna This is Aaron Paul, and you're here with Tim Moss with Artists Exposed. Yeah, he touched, feel the joy in my heart, light and spark. You make my body jump, stop real slow. Let the voltage explode, caress me, dress me, do what you want to me. The way that you touch me I like, I like the way 
way that you're kissing me Feels like the power of electricity runs right through me Whenever you touch me Don't stop, do it Listening to Artists Exposed with Tim Moss. Favorite thing 